Hey, Supernatural family. This is Emily from Supernatural on the Rocks. We're so excited to tell you about Folklore Jewelry. Folklore Jewelry is eclectic, handmade jewelry made from metal and gemstones, and inspired by her love of folklore, mythology, poetry, pop culture, and nature. You can find amazing collections like her Bewitched Collection, which embodies everything there is to love about autumn and Halloween, as well as the Once More with Feeling Collection, which is, you guessed it, inspired from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Personally, I already own one of the Witch's Broom necklaces, as well as this incredible Sasquatch statement piece that speaks to my Pacific Northwest roots. You can check out these amazing pieces and more at her website, FolkloreJewelry.com, or on Instagram, at FolkloreJewelry. We're sure our SPN family will find something a little supernatural to indulge in. And Supernatural on the Rocks listeners will receive 10% off their order using discount code PODCAST at checkout. Hello, welcome back to Supernatural on the Rocks. I am Emily. And I'm Mandy. And this is season one, episode 12 of the Winchesters Weekly. We're so close to the end. I know, I know. It's only 13 episodes, but we are almost at the end of the first season of the Winchesters. It's kind of exciting, kind of sad. Yeah, it is. It's kind of a bummer. I want more. They've set up some decent mysteries here. Yes, they have. Things things that I'm invested enough to want more so I know the answers. Yeah. I'll take another season. Absolutely. The quick rundown of this episode uh, from... This is the official synopsis for The Tears of a Clown from the CW. Mary and John's tense discussion is interrupted when Carlos and Latica arrive to discuss a mystery involving a creepy clown. Meanwhile, Ada makes an interesting discovery. Ada. Ada. So what I'm guess what I'm hearing is that the CW heard us complaining viciously about the lack of Ada in the last, I don't know, six episodes. I'm like that's the only reasonable yeah. like assumption to make. Because they were definitely filming these as we were talking yeah. about them week by week. <laughs> definitely how this happened. So who doesn't love a clown episode? I love a clown episode. I do too. This was not the best clown episode I've ever seen, but there are a lot of good creepy clown things throughout media. So there are. Um, I just have a high bar. It was still a, a satisfactorily creepy clown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the pantheon of creepy clowns, it's really hard to stack up. Yeah. So um, Limbo is maybe a little low on the list of creepy clowns, but it does all right. Also, um, I, I will say I'm going to dock points for originality because this was extremely Stephen King's It inspired. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> it, it's hard to avoid some of the tropes with the creepy clown, but they were basically just like, all right, let's file the serial numbers off and give it a happy ending. Yes, definitely. Nobody dies. Nobody dies. There's no creepy uh, sex thing happening. That's true. To help them survive. And thank you. And thank you for that. Um, no one needs that with children. No. Um, if you haven't read or seen the uh, the old It yeah, and don't know what that's all about, go look that up because the original It is fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yes. Luckily, the um, new movies swerved that. Good for them. Yeah. Yeah. 
if if you're only uh, meeting the exposure, yeah. thank you. I was like, I could not come up with the word. The only exposure you've had to Stephen King is f- like the movies. You have not met Stephen King, at least not during his uh, cocaine era, drug era. Yeah, <laughs> his cocaine bear era. Yes. <laughs> yeah, his um, mm-hmm. his heroin and cocaine eras are yeah. intense. Yeah, uh, fun as a reader he's he's a genius fucking genius writing books a year after year um a few questionable choices but you know super questionable who doesn't accidentally write that no i'm not gonna make that joke (laughs) nope i've never done that so nope (laughs) x but yeah go read it just you know dead dove don't open exactly (laughs) that needs some ao3 warnings on it (laughs) it really does (laughs) Uh, yeah um yeah my my mom is like a stephen king stan and if she knew what fandom culture was she would be like bnf stan culture um we've Mm. dedicated an entire closet in the house to every single one of stephen king's books that's that's kind of i'm 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 admiring your mom right now yeah that's Mm -hmm. dedication yeah it's dedication it also means that like when you're a little kid and your mom's name is penny and the clown's name is pennywise (laughs) And you don't have a good sense of reality. You're like pen a clown, and yeah. yeah and then your mom confusing. doesn't have good boundaries of like what's a funny joke and what's not for a kid. <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, I'm liking your mom even more right now. <laughs> <laughs> so like clowns no longer scare me. It's too late. Yeah. Um, you have some issues with your mom and nightmares. I'm guessing. <laughs> yes. Uh, but clowns, no, we've gone way past that for me. Here's a book. Read this. Yeah. The book is misery. <laughs> um yeah so maybe that's why nothing scares me that'll teach you appropriate fan culture behavior yeah right <laughs> right exactly yeah ao3 gate nothing on this house so uh so yeah so limbo's hall of happy is uh not quite as creepy as it could have been but maybe for a cw show it yeah it it fits the bill um, it, it was cw appropriate it scary. was cw appropriate i I did like the opening with this clearly abandoned, creepy um, carnival that they're at, which should just ring alarm bells for absolutely everyone. With the two friends, someone's having a last night in town. He wants a night to remember and have a good time. But like, if you ever see a ticket just lying on the ground to tell you to go somewhere, just don't, don't pick that up. Also, can I go ahead and say, I know this is a common theme with me, but did you also think they were gay at first? Yeah, I did not know what their relationship was at first. Like, are you... Are they trying to go hook up in an abandoned Right. That also would have fit pretty Mm -hmm. well with... I mean, it wouldn't have changed anything about how the scene went. No, not at all. Yeah. I I, I was like, these two guys creeping along. Uh Uh Do you watch The Last of Us? Oh, yeah. Fully, like, maybe it's because I just watched the latest episode a couple of days ago, but fully pictured Ellie and her friend because it was like such a similar setup mm-hmm. i think that's why my brain was immediately like are they gay are yeah they to have a moment especially in the time frame of the 60s yeah. or well was this was the 70s. opening scene in the 60s or the 70s yeah okay because the yeah. the other family is way farther yeah. back yeah so like the time frame where they're maybe sneaking off mm-hmm. yeah but i was like are they friends is, is this a family yeah. like what what's happening here and to be fair, I don't think we we didn't really get an answer, so I'm just gonna no. assume make it gay. Yeah, why not? That's our motto. Yeah, something, something, something on the rocks, make it gay. Yeah, that really could be our tagline. <laughs> blah 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 on the rocks, make it yeah. gay. 
new tagline for the podcasts. Yes. Yeah. Did you did you like that the uh, the clown was named Limbo, which yes. is like the place between heaven and hell, yeah. maybe a little bit of purgatory, maybe yeah. a little yeah, something, say, something. I immediately caught like weird, like pseudo religious overtones to it. Yep. Uh, also, the decorations in Limbo's tent involved a lot of like devil imagery. Mm-hmm. Uh, it did. Yeah. I there was some signs that were like alive, dead, different, like mm, yeah. what's going on here? And fitting for supernatural for sure. Very fitting. And of course there's a hall of mirrors, mm-hmm. you know, the reflection of yourself, someone else. You have to be happy, mm-hmm. sad. Very like straightforward it rip off mm-hmm. with the hall of mirrors thing, but you know. That's okay. If you're dealing with a clown, there's only so many tropes you can go toward. Creepy makeup, crying, tears of a clown. Got it. Yeah. Uh, amazing song, by the way, for the for the yeah. title of the episode by Smokey Robinson and the Miracles, which in this one, the lyrics completely match up to the theme. Oh, I need to go listen to it. I actually yeah. did that the first few times, but they didn't always match. So I kind of stopped doing that. Yeah, the, the lyrics are all about like, nice. if you see a smile on my face, it's only there trying to fool the public. Okay, yeah. So the, the lyrics are just yeah A plus thematic to uh, to the episode. So speaking of um thematic to the episode or like to them in general. So like we have our cold open where what's his name? I already forgot his name. Basically the the guy gets, you know, caught by limbo. It's our introduction to limbo. Mm-hmm. But as it goes into the actual episode, we see a shot of their fake IDs. Yes. I stopped it like to read as many of the names as I could. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that's some straight up supernatural. Mick Fleetwood and Karen Carpenter. Yeah. There was a Cassie Elliott and then like Richard Betts. I did have to Google Richard Betts because I was like, I don't recognize that one, but it was apparently Dickie Betts. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I missed that one. Uh, yeah. I'm just, I, I like that. They, yeah, I, to- I caught that and also that they are, John and Mary are holed up in a motel with yes. fake IDs eating road food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they have become the archetype of the hunter. I love it. Like that That felt like, again, so supernatural. Mm-hmm. I really do want it to get another season because I want it to like hit that that form. Yeah. I, yeah, I want to see them out hunting monsters mm-hmm. without the Akrita. Yes. Because I'm a little tired of the Akrita. I'm very tired of the Akrita. I, I hate to say like that now it was like a nice distraction when i forgot they existed briefly for the limbo plot i know and i was only i mean we'll come back to ada but i was only i was like a little annoyed that her whole thing was about the akrita i was like oh right the fucking yeah. akrita <sighs> she just want ada back yeah i just want ada fighting other yeah. th- cool things that aren't bug monsters yeah that may or may not be from a different planet and or time mm-hmm. line yeah and yeah so it was nice. It was nice to see them living the hunter life, even though they're yeah, children. They really are. <laughs> they're just they're just babies. Although John here is growing himself a five o'clock shadow. Yeah. Starting to look like Jeffrey Dean Morgan, maybe a little bit. Starting also, to look like. I feel like his stubble is supposed to like portray his anger. Or, like, it, it, it totally anger. is. It really is. <laughs> it's like mood indicating stubble. It is his mood ring. It's like yeah. dark John is stubble John. Yeah. He was so clean shaven, such a baby face for like the first mm-hmm. half of the season. And now we get moody stubble John. Like, yeah. I'm so mad I'm not going to shave. <laughs> I'm too angry. I grew facial hair. Took him a week to do it. Yeah. He's proud of it. He's so happy. Dark and mysterious. I mean, it looks good on him. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. So they're 
they're fighting still yes. because Mary is mad that he is not reacting appropriately to Kyle killing himself in front of him. Yeah. Um, and is like really wanting to know if he's okay about what happened. And John is just getting ever more aggressive, which is the John that we all know and hate from Supernatural. So that he is getting a little more in character for who he will become. He's starting to watch the tape. He's, you know, getting the playbook down. He's becoming angry Dean Morgan. Yeah. (laughs) Angry Dean Morgan. That's (laughs) That's how the stubble happens. He gets into character. Uh, So I did, you know, it's nice to see that progression, I think, of yeah adultifying maybe question mark mark? so okay so do we want to split this into like uh the team and then ada or kind of like cross them because the lines really have nothing to do with each other so absolutely nothing until the end yeah until the very end so we'll we'll come back to ada and and what she gets up to so uh carlos who we we mentioned this right before we started recording and i just have to bring it up again unless in case someone else this just didn't click for anyone else and i want to i want you to know that you're not alone um yes this is the 12th episode of the series and yes this was the first episode where i realized that when mary says the nickname losi she is referring to carlos should i have realized that sooner is losi a nickname that i would have ref- like connected to carlos in the real world absolutely not um so if that didn't click for you until just now you're not alone and there is no shame in that i thought she was just fucking up lada's name somehow and uh i just wanted to say that out loud for anyone else you're valid thank you because i had to look (laughs) i just i'd only clicked because i saw the subtitle and she was looking at carlos right in the face and i was like oh that's what's happening here i get it now someone should have said some i don't know what should yeah, happen I mean, here it's but not like it's not a nickname i would think of for carlos no because sometimes she puts like a little accent on it like yeah. lotsi like what like what no but that's what's happening and um i just want to take uh, 30 seconds to talk about that so carlos brings them news of the missing uh kid uh, at the carnival so obviously they go to investigate because this is how monster of the week episodes yeah. work delightful and they hear tell of uh, folklore right it's folklore that the kid is the victim of limbo the clown who is that rumor through another clown who is the very stereotype of like (laughs) drunken beleaguered man who (laughs) Mm -hmm. is doing i don't know why he's still a clown I know, like, dude, I, th- I think you could, like, just pick up some, like, hourly, you know, construction work. Yeah, he really, here. he creeps me out more than Limbo, yes. honestly. I mean, like, Limbo is straightforward. You know what you're getting into. This dude, I would not want to run into in a dark alley. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So Limbo is just a, a carnival urban legend who goes from carnival to carnival. And how many times can we say carnival in this episode? Um, <laughs> luring, a more times at least. couple more times luring people inside his tent which yeah that sounds creepy and uh keeping them there trapped forever yeah because he i guess wants people to be happy i was gonna say i mean really like my biggest complaint with the episode was just that we didn't get a lot of his motivation (laughs) yeah what is his motivation what is your end result for these trapped people limbo 
He see, he like gathers a little army yeah. of people who slowly turn into clowns themselves yeah. over the years, but then and like they were sad to begin with or frustrated or like feeling some kind of emotion. Yeah, they they had emotion. It seems yeah. to vary what that emotion yeah was that got them trapped. Um and then they become clowns and they keep him company. I, I guess yeah. With their feels motivations just a little unclear, but yeah. CW level grading, they they still get like a solid B. He wasn't murdering them though. He wasn't. He was just keeping them. He was a bit benevolent for an yeah. evil clown. So I mean, maybe they were happier there with him. Maybe he wasn't evil at all. He was just goth he and just, misunderstood. He was just looking for friends. Yeah, yeah I think they need to revisit this honestly. Yeah. Maybe they should have asked if they wanted to be released. Justice for limbo. <laughs> Justice. Free limbo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll get, we'll get to that. But I was like, wait, yeah. what happened to limbo? Because yeah. everyone left and then he was just mad about it. Yeah. Is he still there? Did well, I miss he did, that? He did shatter into pieces. He did shatter. But does that mean he's dead? Like, yeah, could he? Like, the tent didn't really exist. That's true. So, so we're. Like... Maybe his corporeal form also didn't really exist. Yeah, because the first guy didn't see him. Yeah, you could only see him. He's still there. He was like, oh shit, oh shit, they're taking all my friends, gotta have a dramatic reaction, oh, I'll just crumble, and then just like went to lick his wounds. And they didn't do any spells or rites, or they didn't go and find Limbo's bones to salt and bury them. Ada yeah. didn't do anything. So Limbo is potentially in Limbo and could re- yeah, return. I'd be okay with that. So this could be a series arc of Limbo's revenge. That would that would be good. Come back as like an even more evil clown. Yeah, more clown. Yes. Clownier. This is what happens when we're tired. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I loved that Lada had lore books about clowns of all things and two of the titles were folklore of the american carnival and clowning around a history from alfie to zappo i also i just want to believe those were light reading for her Mm -hmm. that wasn't like it wasn't all research related yeah she just has an interest she just you know she gets tired of reading about mysticism and was like i just really want to know folklore of the american carnival exactly because just in case she also tries to check in on john who obviously is gonna lie right to her face and say he's all good when we all know he's not dude he's a dude being repressed he's a repressed man as all winchesters are yep so he's you know he's carrying on the family name or starting the family name i guess starting it because we don't know what's up with uh grandpa chester grand chester he kind of disappeared again yeah we'll need another series to flash back to grandpa yeah. chester what would they call that one the uh well no the, he it's mary's dad so it would be the campbells the oh that's right the, yeah the campbells the yeah hmm left we'll, we'll we'll uh work on this one it doesn't quite have the name recognition it does not they're soup barons oh yeah. <laughs> yeah inventing the tin can so, so uh limbo's real name is like jerome and he came about because his carnival went under in the dust bowl as all things did and he traded his soul for dark magic that would make him forget all of his problems and make him stay happy forever yeah i mean that's not the worst deal to make no i think he probably just worded it poorly like a genie wish 
Like dark magic, yeah, generally don't fuck with it. But like that's that would be tempting. Yeah. I wonder who the trade was with. Like, are we gonna find out that it was Loki? I feel like that would make sense. If if they like did want to revisit Limbo eventually, mm-hmm. that would make sense. Or was it Fergus? <laughs> was it Crowley out yeah. there doing Dust oh, Bowl deals? Oh, we gotta get to that at some point. We will. So that that's how Limbo came about. So it's a bit it's a tragic story of uh the American dream gone awry. So, th- so we have a we have a little break in our Mary and John, Carlos and Lada because they're all in a tizzy. So Carlos and Mary go off to find the tent, and uh, they meet up with an old. They get followed by um, an older gentleman who's also searching for limbo because his little brother roger went missing 30 years prior and he wants to know what happened to his little brother did you catch the older guy's name no clarence clarence which is what meg used to call castiel Ah. was this on purpose or was this just an old-timey name i don't know is this person a reference to Cass? Probably not. But is it just funny that they reuse the name? That is, yeah. Maybe. I like that. But I was like, Clarence. Eh, that's funny. Yeah, that, that's good. That would be nice if they're seeding things in like that. Just little little references yeah. to uh, to Cass. So Clarence is uh, grief-stricken because if it weren't for him, Roger would still be there because he is the one who took roger to the carnival after their parents died so it seems like limbo is searching for people who are sad or dealing with some sort of grief or maybe just a lot of feelings right because yeah and i think that would i mean that makes sense for his whole like forget his problems thing yeah because mary is the one who sees the ticket for limbo's tent after she has a little mm, fight with John. And that doesn't seem to be a sad or or dealing with grief. That seems to be like a being up in your feels. Yeah, just like an emotional moment. <laughs> yep, yeah. So uh, John has to admit to Carlos and Lada that he and Mary have been fighting. Yeah. But that also doesn't make the tent appear, which I thought it might do. Yeah. Like I thought his emotional like, not even really a breakthrough but just like a moment of emotion would make the tent appear for him but instead they have a whole they find an old ticket to the hall of happy from clarence which seems like a bit of a cop-out yeah oh yeah the only reason i can think that maybe he wouldn't have also seen it is that there was a one at a time type of deal Mm. but they don't establish that yeah they could have but they don't interesting yeah yeah it's sometimes the rules around how these uh, the magic works is you know how do we put our characters into place yeah um but this we also find out that limbo's happiness is like the result of a mirror given to him by the person who cast the spell so if anyone in the troop of people that he's gathering up in his tent embrace reality it breaks the whole spell yeah so when he brings people into his tent he's like giving them a unreality that makes them happy 
to counter the sadness they were feeling out in the real world. And if they realize that it's all a sham and a dream, then the whole thing breaks for everyone. I feel like that's the kind of situation where it doesn't suck for the person in it. Like it sucks for the people left behind. Yeah. But like you're not saving someone who was genuinely sad. It made me think of Buffy. Yeah. Oh, that's a good comparison. When they when they bring Buffy back and she and after a little while she's like, I was happy. Very <laughs> once more with feeling. Yep. Vibes. Yeah. Yeah, like eight-year-old kid who just lost his parents. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. He has a life ahead of him, but like for what? Capitalism, taxes. Right, right. Messy relationships. No, let the kid be happy. And he was a kid in the fucking dust. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, because the one kid, well, so it was 30 years ago for. Mm-hmm. So, so it would have yeah, been, yeah, it would have been basically the. Third. Yeah uh 30s 40s yeah so right after like along the depression like yeah coming into the world into world war like come on let that kid live his life in a tent like yeah it's a it it is a are you really saving them from something if Mm -hmm. they were so grief-stricken that a clown had to come and save them now they are kidnapped from their families Mm, so yeah i don't know now john walks right into the entrance to the hall of mirrors because of course he does um instead of you know trying to work out a plan with uh carlos and lada rush right into danger and And that uh, work out for him not well yeah not well turns into a clown (laughs) turns into a clown because he i guess i guess the rule here is you can't look into the mirror or else Mm -hmm. that's what turns you into the clown yeah Uh, whatever john immediately looks into the special mirror Oh no! Well, he sees he sees a uh, an image of Mary, mm-hmm. who well, it is Mary. It's Mary who is already in the tent because she went in first, telling him that she wants to stay there, and there aren't any problems in the tent, and they won't have to fight anymore. Um, but he's like, none of that's real, which reminded me of the conversation way in the future of Supernatural between Dean and Cass. Uh, when Dean is so angry about Chuck slash God fucking with their lives and he has a whole spiel about like what is real like what of all of this is real and Cass says like we are that's 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 a boyfriend moment I mean soulmate moment I know it was like the same kind of a moment of um what about this is real uh and john being the one to say like great if we're not nothing's fighting there's no fighting there's no anger there's no whatever but it's not real but even so he turns and like looks in and gets the clown makeup and they're both uh taken in by limbo the other thought that i had here is mary doesn't have a future anyway oh this is true she's gonna pop out a couple of kids and then and die nothing yeah like john has a little longer future he gets to fuck up a couple of kids emotionally emotionally yeah cause some trauma and then dip yeah and you know he lives another well how old is dean when he dies they're they're in their 20s yeah like he's he he lives about 20 years i'm guessing after yeah well yeah yeah, 20 25 years until he dies but like mary doesn't have much of a future let her stay at this fucking tent. <laughs> like she seems happy. That sucks. The whole thing sucks. It does. So and so 
uh, they are attacked by all the other clowns or the other people who have been taken in by Limbo, who are various shade of clown, depending on how long they have been there, which I think is I weird. Was, yeah, I was a little surprised that they didn't just all look like Limbo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like a mirror. They, they all had their own, like, unique clown features. Yeah. Does that mean that he keeps costumes for them? <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe he just like sketches out makeout and makeup for his next victim when he's bored. Yeah, <laughs> I think this one will have blue eyes. Yeah, red lips. It's a little funny hat for this one, and <laughs> a little flower for this one. They're like little American Girl dolls for him. Oh, <laughs> he's living his best life. He's got his little little tea parties with his pals. So they have like a little kind of a madcap. Uh, fight in a clown car. Yes. That was, that was so silly. definitely a tension breaker there. A yeah. lot of it even has a line that's like, oh my god, I'm gonna die in a clown car. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. Can't yeah. can't make it too stressful of a situation for the yeah. CW. But it, Carlos finds the... Which, okay, talk about a moment that mirrors The Last of Us, where the protagonist is stuck in a car and then being attacked by a child <laughs> antagonist. Yes. When Ellie is in the car and it's the little yep. child that was, that uh, clicker. Not that these two shows have anything in common <laughs> or were created at the same time yeah. at all. But I think we're uh, both just very into The Last of Us right now. Very into it. <laughs> I love it. I do too. No complaints. Last nope. of Us on the rocks. La- <laughs> it would be so short. It'd just be like, great episode. No notes. <laughs> yeah. Next. <laughs> Amazing. Great. Fantastic. Moving on. <laughs> How come it's not two hours long? That's my only note. Uh, yeah, no notes. Well, no, my note is, uh, why did Anna Torv have to die so soon? Yeah, that was sad. Spoilers for The Last of Us, I guess. Sorry. Um, far behind, it's their fault. uh, Sorry. So, Carlo, so 10-year-old Roger is the little kid clown who's in the the car with them, and Carlos, who is our, um, our bad guy slash victim talker. Yeah. He tends to, he's our negotiator. Yep. He, uh. The diplomat kind of role. Yes. He he talks Roger down and breaks him free of the spell by telling him that his brother Clarence is waiting for him. And doing that breaks the uh, the trap for everybody. Yeah. I do think that was also a bit of a cop out because I feel like everyone should have had their own talk. Oh, the yeah. It would have dragged a lot. So I wouldn't have wanted to see that necessarily. But like one person. Yeah. No one person does it for everyone. Yeah. And just like theoretically, just kills Limbo. Even though, yeah, I, I do think logically he's got to still be there. That just floating in the ether. Yeah. And it, what also got me is that the people escape the tent at the same age they yeah. were when they entered. So the kid is like both 10 and 40. Yeah. And his family members have all aged. Yeah. So like some of these people, their entire families are dead. Yeah. yeah. That's that's gonna fuck that kid up. Whoops. Also, imagine the like culture difference if you were taken in like 1930 and showed up in 1970. Yeah. Yikes. Like a lot of lot of culture difference there. Good luck. Movies Good luck adapting. I guess it would be worse if you got taken in the 70s and woke up in 2000. Okay, that would be much worse. Fuck. Welcome to Hellscape. That would that would be extreme. So maybe we don't want Limbo waking up doing this all over. Imagine if Limbo were set in like the late 80s or like early 90s and then you wake up today and it's like, who the fuck was president? Put me back. Well, and that's what Mary says because they remember being clowns and Mary thought it was kind of nice. Like 
Buffy. Yep, just like Buffy. And uh, it does make John realize that Mary was right, that he was ignoring things, which means that he was not working on his therapy that he and Carlos so successfully did back in, what, episode three? Yeah. So So, that's a bummer. Why why are you going to disappoint Carlos like that? I know. They had that amazing therapy episode where you know working on their trauma and he completely bit the dust on that one and yes thinking about the future is scary especially when we know you don't have one yes (laughs) maybe that was just like mary getting a sense of foreboding about her but you know what i'm gonna stay away from your penis and i'm just gonna live in this clown life (laughs) yeah every day every day she grows closer to that she's like you know this doesn't yeah feel right Seems like maybe it's a bad idea. Could be some better life choices I could be making, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe women are the way to go. Yes. Lada's right there. She's really pretty. I would Safer. say Aina, but I don't know the age gap between them. <laughs> That's true. I don't either. Is Ada 20 or 50? Is Mary 18 or 27? No idea. Well, Ada's got a 16-year-old son, so <laughs> she's at least... The, could have been a teen it, mom she was like what what's 16 plus 14 she's at least say. 30 yeah <laughs> at least 30 i would say and mary is at least 18 yeah i just yeah. i'm so confused oh boy well speaking of ada yes she returns she returns i got so excited when they mentioned her in the beginning and then i was like oh wait i saw the preview for this she's mm-hmm. back she is back. Uh, I love the throwaway line that she and uh, Samuel have split up in their Akrita yeah. queen search, just so we don't have to deal with Samuel. Yes. And I was I'm like, okay with that. I didn't really like him. I'm okay with it, except we spent so much time worrying about where he was, and now he's fucked off again. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> like, what? Did you even tell your daughter where you went this time? Also, I like how Mary's not concerned anymore. She's like, oh, he's alive? Okay, cool. Yeah, he's alive, and I don't know where he is again because we don't have cell phones, but it's cool this time. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, Find my friends on the iPhone would have been so much for them. You know what? That would have solved a lot of supernatural problems. Yeah. Where's Sam? Turn on his phone. Dean's uh, stuck somewhere in the middle of the woods. Where's Track the phone. Yeah, let's let's just get the location. So Ada is uh my note for ada is she lives she lives yeah i just wrote ada with like three exclamation points there's kind of a cool thing happening here where she is visiting like a witchy uh, social club yeah maybe i liked that whole scene that's some like fantastic like bewitched era makeup on them yes it's like they they took their notes directly from like indora Mm -hmm. Uh, so good I enjoyed the vibe quite a lot. I would not mind them revisiting that. No, I would watch a spinoff of yes. this, like... Just, like, uh, catty old... It's like Golden Girls, but make them witches. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what it was. Yeah. They're, they're like, uh, poker with tarot cards, yes. maybe? I don't know how that would work. And betting magic items. Yeah, they're betting ingredients. Yeah. Um, they are, like, talking down to her because she's a, a green witch. Yeah. So you've got, like, your hierarchy of witchcraft. Love it. She wants to join this magical poker game, and she's brought, like, seeds of nightshade uh, to, like, buy into the game. Amazing. Amazing world building. But they are not impressed by. They are not impressed by her, and she is looking to gamble 
uh, I guess, to buy or earn more magic to stop the Akrita Queen. And everyone else is like, fuck the hell off with this Akrita Queen. <laughs> we do not want to deal with this shit. Nope. They do not have time for that. They do not have time for it. And they, they want her to prove that she's powerful enough to handle the extra magic by making her grow the nightshade seed. But she can't do it. And I thought that was bullshit. I think she could do it. And I don't know why she couldn't. So she's gonna have to leave the club until a witch stops her. <laughs> and this witch is Wait, Rowena. Yay, Rowena. Um, Are you excited to see Rowena? I haven't watched any episodes with Rowena in them. Of Supernatural? Um, I don't think so. What? I know who she is, though. Like, as soon as I knew her name, even, just through, like, Tumblr osmosis. And I knew... That I knew who her son was. Okay. So I feel pretty educated on what I needed to know for this episode to make sense. Okay. But I don't think I've seen any episodes with her in it. Honestly, I forget that you haven't seen all of Supernatural. (laughs) (laughs) And that that is the part of the shtick when we're watching the actual show. Uh, I forgot that. (laughs) Uh, Yes, this is Queen. Well, not yet. But, well, we don't think questions here are is this rowena in the 70s or is this another time travel i feel like this is just rowena in the 70s i don't think we've got a dual time travel thing happening here that would be kind of advanced for this show to be introducing right now unless they were gonna like plant it to revisit later it would also be fucking hilarious if both dean and rowena are time traveling and they don't know it (laughs) they could do like a spider-man meme at each other exactly you you? they pass each other and like what no what how did you get here how did you get here that would be good so uh yeah they uh rowena agrees to have a little chat with her because ada thinks rowena will give her um some information and power in exchange for a grimoire that she says the men of letters stole from her. Now, what Ada doesn't know that the rest of us know is Rowena is a fucking liar. Uh, she she hasn't met her yet. People who watch Supernatural have, and she should have known better. What uh, Rowena wants is the demon that Ada has trapped inside the plant. I did think that was a nice callback. Me a too. Nice, yeah, nice reference to earlier in the season. I was so happy to have the callback to yeah. the thing that we love so much as the, the demon in the plant. Yep. And I appreciated the respect she showed to Ada's ability to trap a demon in a bonsai tree. That does seem like something that would take skill. I think so. Uh, apparently this demon has information about Rowena's son, who we know to be fucking Crowley. Yes. He is not named yet. Now, unless she has a second son that we don't know about. That would be funny if it's not related to Crowley at all. <laughs> like, like, oh um, no, Roger, my other son. <laughs> the Dave. kid trapped in the cl- in the clown plea. So this this is very is ninety nine point nine 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 unless there's another son, but th- this is Crowley. So the supernatural world is closing in on the Winchesters. They have a little a little magic off, which is good fun. Which is, I, I guess, a test because Rowena invites Ada to join her coven. Yes, I like that. I will love it, want to see it, get it. Two powerful women. Let's mm-hmm. do this. Will so. Rowena uh, betray you? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But 
props for Ada getting a win in. She kind of gets a win in. Uh, Rowena gives her a stone full of magic, but she does have to use a piece of her soul to activate it. Yeah. Well, because that's... Ada. Yeah. Please, please don't kill Ada. Though, I mean, people in Supernatural have survived on less than losing a part of their soul, but they were also straight white men. Looking at you, Sam Winchester. Very true so um, i i'm i'm a little more protective a little more wary over what they would do with ada mm-hmm. this is very true the rules may not apply to um to ada uh, the show being like oh look we kept the women alive but at what cost at what cost will she be evil next season maybe not necessarily a bad thing unless it's a oh no we have to kill her now thing and right. oh no we have to save her now thing mm-hmm Saving Ada, amazing. Yes. Killing her off, terrible. Don't do it. Nope. Um, Marina also does mention that the Akrita are so powerful they may be unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Unlikely. That would be silly. But she does know that there's like an alignment of the five planets of when they will um, like be popping out to show up or something. Useful to know. Yeah, very useful. It's like when the portal is going to open. And when that will all start happening. Now, given that there's one episode left, I imagine <laughs> I that uh, <laughs> clock's tick-tocking. Yeah. Which seems which is the case because uh, at the very end of the episode, uh, M- Millie shows up, and then Ada also shows up, bringing um, star charts to show them what uh, Rowena has said. Although she does not mention Rowena to the gang just says that there's like a little trade that happened for this magical stone um, and says that the planetary alignment has already begun. So I wonder if any of Sam uh, Campbell's like journal type thing would have mentioned Rowena. Ooh, interesting. Maybe like how long has she been around making trouble like with hunters? Yeah. I hope a long time. Yes. I hope there is just a ton of information that no one has bothered to look up. Because John didn't convey shit to his kids. Yeah, exactly. There's just pages of like, hey, you guys, there's a redheaded witch out there. Don't trust her. Or her son. Or her son, who is an asshole. I did kind of ship Sam and Rowena, though, because like, witches. Like I said, I haven't seen any episodes, but like, I can... I can get down with that. I, I liked Witch Sam is the thing. Gotcha. So I, I dug Sam when he had things to do. <laughs> like besides casting. Workout. So besides workout. Yeah, because he starts like taking up magic. And you're like, ah, oh, cool. You're useful now. Apologies to the Sam fans. Uh, but you know what I'm talking about. Oh, and the point of Millie showing up. I mentioned this and then moved right the fuck on from it. Is that... She shows up to say that Betty has found a witness who can attest that he saw Kyle um, arriving at the garage where he kills himself after he made the 911 call saying that uh, he was being attacked by John, which proves that John didn't do shit. Uh, Dean is obviously the witness, right? I mean, I would assume so that that. Unless they really are just gonna draw out the Dean thing into mm-hmm. a second season. Right. In which case, I imagine Jensen is, like, fighting 
for his life with CW executives right now. Mm-hmm. Being like, no, look, I'm going to show up next season. Yeah. You got to here. You got to give it to me. What? Uh, he's already on. I mean, what show is that? What's the show that he's on? Big Sky? Something, right? I have no idea. It's where he looks real good as a cowboy. Big Sky, okay. right? Jensen, Ackles, Google, Google, Google. Jensen Ackles on the big sky. Okay. <laughs> I like when you Google it. Uh, the second thing that comes up is, is big sky worth watching for Jensen Ackles? <laughs> Excellent question. Well, I feel like that's uh, a targeted response toward you. It's like, wait, what would this uh, user be asking? You are correct. It is. Um, what channel is this on? ABC. Okay. So it is not a CW show. So the CW is really missing one of their brightest stars. Yeah. And they gotta, uh, gotta sink their claws into him again. Because yeah. they're down one. They've got the two of the three Trinity mm-hmm. of Jensen, Jared, and Misha. Because yeah. Misha's back with uh, the show that's not about the Batman type show. Yeah, Gotham Knights. Okay, yeah. So they gotta get. <laughs> I almost said Big Daddy back, and then I didn't want to say it out loud. <laughs> but he would appreciate that, though. I think. I mean, I think he might. He would appreciate that. <laughs> I think he would. So. I'm going to say it anyway. CW needs to get Big Daddy back. He's ready. He's waiting. He's clearly extremely eager. <laughs> he's like, writing fanfic as it yeah. goes. I, yeah, I liked this episode. I Yeah, I enjoyed it. And I'm excited for the finale. I'm excited for the finale, too. I'm, I mean, obviously, I'm worried for the finale. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping it's not a series finale. Me, too. Like, that would be the saddest thing. Like, it can be a mediocre season finale. Because a lot of season ones are. They are. Absolutely. That's the problem with judging shows by their first season is I think we all know that first seasons are rough. Yeah. I mean, how many shows have we told people just in our daily lives? Like, you got to get through the first season. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's just a thing. And it's it, how it, it works. that like in the, the world of like streaming high quality TV shows. Mm-hmm. It's like if an entire season is put out in one go and it's not like, I don't know, Netflix, HBO Max, things like that. Um, Yeah. If every episode isn't like a banger, people just like dismiss the entire thing. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Mediocre TV needs to exist too. Yeah. Well, it's just like things to enjoy. Yeah. Fluff, like junk food in TV form. Yeah. Just the thing that you enjoy sitting down to watch. I mean, Last of Us, brilliant cinematic masterpiece. Yeah. Winchesters, fun. No. But I want this one to keep going. I do too. Yeah. I want it to keep going. I'm sure we have a lot of say in the matter. I'm, I'm sure this yeah. little this little tiny podcast is really moving the needle on the CW's um, choices. Mm-hmm. I think they're really uh, paying attention to our numbers. Yeah. Hopefully. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, hopefully not. Hopefully they're not going off. Come on, Jensen. Come on, CW. Just our passion. That's actually all the notes I had for this episode. And dedication. I was I was gonna be like my passionate stance on, and then I looked at my notes and I was like, oh no, we already covered it all. All right, so I think that is about all we have for this episode. Um, yeah, excited for the next one, and then uh, hopefully we'll be back with season two. So thank you for listening. Um, you can follow us on um, Instagram and 
Twitter um, at SPN on the rocks. And if you want to um, support the podcast, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash glee on the rocks. Um, or you can not do any of that and just listen to us. Um, and we love you for that anyway. So we will catch you uh, next week for the season finale of The Winchester. And we will also be back with season six of Supernatural on the Rocks. And then hopefully for season two of The Winchesters when um, when that picks up. And uh, thanks for listening. And we will see you next time. You've been listening to Supernatural on the Rocks, a podcast by OTR Productions. A huge thank you to our sound editor, Adriana and our podcasts, who secretly run the show. For more episodes, download us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and more at SPN on the Rocks. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can subscribe to our Patreon account at patreon.com slash glee on the rocks. Subscribers get ad-free episodes, exclusive mini-episodes deep diving into the fandom, salty opinions, and more. So until next time, this has been The Road That Was. Thank you.